Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks. My name is Mike Hensley and I'm your host. And today we're talking all about... (laughs) Bald Eagles. (laughs) So that's not the sound that they make. (laughs) My, My... Red-tailed hawk call, which is what I was just trying to imitate, is not as good as Martin's. So you want to go ahead, Martin? I'm going to destroy this now. It's the mask, <laughs> I think. It's the mask, and I yeah. think the mic distorts it a little yeah. bit, too. <laughs> but mine was not good. All right, so we are going to be chatting a little bit about bald eagles, um, especially bald eagles in Ohio. But before we begin our little chat, we're going to have a quiz. Oh, we're starting with the quiz. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Pop quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are we ready? So you will give your answer, and we'll go Molly, Kippy, then Martin. Okay. Um, Okay. And the reason I'm having Martin answer last is because I'm confident he knows some of these. So these are not questions like, what does a bald eagle eat? How high does (laughs) 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 Trash. Um, (laughs) It's not questions like that. It's just kind of a little bit different. All right, we ready? Question number one. Some of these are multiple guess. There is one true and false. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. What year was the bald eagle chosen as the national symbol? Martin will not know this one. I'll give you three options. Okay. 1777, 1804, 1782. 1782. Okay. Hippie? I'm going to say 1777. See, I should know this because I did make a graphic about it for my last job, but I completely forgot the year. So let's go with the, the second choice. The 1804. Molly was right. Yes. <laughs> All right, it is eight, or 1782. Mm-hmm. All right, good job. Is it the way I said it? Is that what gave it away to you? No. You know, I noticed that the way you did say <laughs> I noticed it, it after I he said it. He articulated 82. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, I, I did. didn't notice that. But then I was like. I was thinking about like 17, what, 76? Yep. It was like independence. Yep. And I was like, 77 is too soon. They too weren't thinking soon, about yeah. that yet. <laughs> All right. Next question. Oldest bald eagle in the wild. 32 years, 38 years, 41 years, or 35 years old? Oh, boy. So, me first, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, 35. Okay, Kippy? A, 32. I was going to go 35, too. It is... <gasps> You're all wrong. <laughs> it's 38 years old. Wow. Bonus points if you can tell me how it died. Old age. No. <laughs> unf- unf- it, which it should have. <laughs> gallbladder cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have a gallbladder. They, they do um, have a gall, don't they? They, have the, they eat rocks and they use it. Only seabirds. You're thinking oh. of a gizzard. <laughs> only seabirds have a gallbladder. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that was <laughs> the, did you see the, <laughs> see the pun? I was, I was waiting for the, the reaction. <laughs> I was waiting too. <laughs> I'm always appreciative of a good pun. Uh, <laughs> Gall, <but> gallbladder. <laughs> okay. So it was struck by a car in upstate New York. Oh. In 2015. Hmm. All right. Um, what chemical almost brought this animal, the bald eagle, to extinction? Was it Roundup, SP1, or DDT? It was DDT. DDT. Yes, DDT. 
Yeah, the one like that Triple H does. <laughs> the WWE wrestling. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm. No, but it was a chemical um, that was used for pesticide and herbicide. Mm. Uh, not herbicide, sorry. Just pesticide um, that we used very freely. Um, You're going to talk what hap- what that caused? Yeah, we, we can do that now, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically what had happened was the intent with DDT was to kill insects. And then, um, you know, through years of science and understanding and study, um, we realized that there's this thing called biomagnification where one animal or one insect ingests something and then it stays in their body and then is passed on to the next one. So basically what had happened was insect had been exposed to it, then the f- smaller insects and other things were eating these insects, then fish were eating these insects, then eventually the bald eagle would, and not just the bald eagle, peregrine falcon was also affected. Osprey. Osprey. Yeah. I feel Basically larger birds. Yeah. Some some galls, I imagine, mm-hmm. probably took some heavy number hits, mm-hmm. too. If they're at the top of the food chain, um, the bioaccumulation causes things to happen so that their eggs are not as um, strong as they should be. So when they were trying to incubate, the eggs cracked and failed. Yeah, and usually would get smashed and then mm-hmm. be nothing. But, you know, good thing we were able, you know, to have science on our side and be able to catch these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And you can't let your national symbol just... No. you just can't do that that's just bad form all <laughs> around so i mean we push the american bison pretty far too it's another mm-hmm. national symbol so um all right next question this one's going to be a good one because I, I think some of you will get it all right the largest bald eagle's nest found in the u.s was located in a detroit michigan b st petersburg florida or c Vermilion, Ohio. I think it is St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm going to go with Vermilion. I'm going to go Florida, too. It is St. Petersburg, Florida. Good job. <laughs> How big was <laughs> it? It was, I have it right here. It R- is, over a ton, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's a massive nest. Um, was a massive nest. 6.1 meters tall and... 2.9 in diameter, and it was over a ton, just over. Yikes. Almost, Jeez. no, I'm sorry, almost two metric tons. I lied. Wow. And it was there for quite some time. And then the one in Vermilion was, would have been the largest of its time, and then they mm. found the one later. Okay. But that one blew over and is now in a Lorain County metro park. So mm. they mm. actually still have it. Very cool. Like parts from it. Not I'm, I can imagine, you know, after years and years of things breaking down, there are pieces and parts that are now gone. Mm. But, yeah. So and it's a pretty cool thing to see. So if you get a chance to go look, go look. It's it's really hard to imagine eight feet of sticks weighing two tons, though. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, and when you look at some of them, and they usually do tend to come back year after year and rebuild either in the same location or a similar. But if the nest is still intact, they'll just keep going. I don't know how a nest, especially along the coast here, um, with the lakes, was able to withstand the wind and stuff that for mm-hmm. that long. I you guess know. it would have to be very heavy. And and even in, in Florida, you know, you think about the high winds you get during hurricane yeah, season yeah. and stuff like that. That has to be a very well-constructed, you know, nest there. All right. Kippy's favorite sound that I make. <laughs> True or false, bald eagles can swim. I feel like they sort of can. I'm going to say true. I'm going to say absolutely false. I think I've seen a video of this, true. 
So they can a little bit. They're not good at it. They're they really not. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically their wings, and yeah. it and it happens more often than we think about because when they occasionally when they do go to grab their own food um, out of the water, they will sometimes you know go too far and get wet and kind of get sucked. But they. Yeah, there's well, a few videos on YouTube. Well, the fish is too big, and they can't just lift it up, yeah. so they have to kind of swim it to shore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty silly if you've like seen <laughs> yeah. a video or like. Yeah. It's it's like someone's yeah. learning to breaststroke is the best yeah. way I can right. describe it. Like it's the first time Mike has gotten in a pool and decided I'm gonna try the breaststroke out and be an Olympic athlete. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, and the last question: How did the bald eagle get its name? Was it for the lack of feathers on its head? B, I didn't even say A, but B, the old world meaning for bald, which is white hair, or was it named by a bald naturalist named Newt Scamander? I want it to be C <laughs> really bad. <laughs> I will say C just because I like that answer best. It's okay. C, isn't that Harry Potter? Newt Scamander. <laughs> yes. All right. So I'm going to go with A. They really don't have that many feathers on their head. Uh, and Martin? It's the white head. It is the white head. So that's the old world meaning for bald was white hair. Okay. So I didn't know that either. So nice. A pretty I missed good, every one of fact. them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you didn't. The DDT. I, yeah, because you, you DDT. guys said it. So, so yeah, I was answering after you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were like, DDT it is. <laughs> well, good job, everyone. All right. So... You know, bald eagles for us uh, are very important. It's our symbol. It's our logo here mm -hmm. at the park. And it's, you know, United States symbol. Uh, it's something that kind of everybody's familiar with or seen on some type of T-shirt. I'm going to go one further and say it's probably the most iconic animal in the world. Because even if um, you're in England and you think of an eagle, you think of the word eagle, you think of bald eagle. And then you can go one further and think of the United States. Yeah, I think it's that iconic. There, I don't think there's any other animal where you think of a country immediately. Until you did unicorn with Scotland. <laughs> Scotland, <laughs> yeah. I had I, never, but now every time I hear unicorn, I'm like Scotland. But that's only because you told me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's you know that's an outside perspective too that I didn't think about because for us it's just like second nature kind of mm -hmm. sort of thing. But I yeah, feel, I feel bad for Canada because they have just as many. Yeah, if, if, not, if more. not more, and <laughs> then people are thinking of the United States instead. Yeah, well, they got a maple leaf, so that's pretty strong. That's a pretty strong. I mean, image. yeah, and they'll ha they'll continue to have. We're gonna if climate change continues, we're not gonna have maple syrup much longer here. So <laughs> this is disappointing. But anyway, so we're gonna talk a little bit about nest um, and what Martin is doing here at the park um, to kind of monitor the nest within Erie County. Does anybody? Extra trivia question. Wait, who won? Was it you? I think Molly and I were tired, but I, I wasn't really counting. Yeah. Okay. Should have been tallying. My fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in Ohio in 2020, we had 707 nests um, recorded. Now, that, that number is probably higher. I'm assuming it's higher uh, just because there's private property and private land that we can't access. Um, but in Erie County, we had 32. How many do we have now? Well, last I counted up, we've since 2020 when they did that census mm -hmm. um, between – between us and a few other people, we've actually located at least 14 others. So what is that? Like 40, 46. Plus. 46. So our numbers were a little bit down, um, probably because of, you know, not knowing. Mm. Uh, some of them fall. Some of them yeah. um, kind of move. And some of them even have 
double nests. Mm -hmm. um, they'll have one close to another. Um, but these nests are important because, you know, like we had mentioned earlier with the whole DDT um, saga, this is it's kind of like a success story for conservation and, and for, for park districts everywhere and for anybody that loves wildlife. Um, it's not often that you get a success story in animal conservation. Mm -hmm. um, you usually tend to fail more than you're successful. Um, and this is one that when it came back, it came back like in a really, really good way. Mm -hmm. um, I still remember um, my dad talking about, oh, you don't, when I was younger, oh, you don't see bald eagles anymore. Like you just don't, there's just not a lot of them. They're, they're kind of rare. And when I lived in West Virginia, I think we had like two along the Ohio river. Mm. Um, and then when I got here, um, if you're fortunate enough to go out on the lake when it's nice and icy, um, you can count upwards of like 50 at a time. What is the most you've seen? And this is to everyone. What's the most you've seen at one time? I, I would say between 50 and 75 at one time. Wow. That's crazy. On the ice. Oh, I was going to say like three. <laughs> Two. Yeah. I saw more than three yesterday at one time. <laughs> um, I, oh, you're I talking about I, like in one outing? In one location. For, like in one spot, how many have you seen in one location? Okay, just two, I think. Wow. Okay. We need to get them, both of them out because I've seen 25 at once, 12 in one tree yeah. along, um, oh, along DuPont Marsh. Um, there's some trees there. Basically, what happens is when the lake freezes, the eagles don't have many places to feed. So they accumulate at these places where they can still feed. And you know, right now, they're not necessarily fighting for territories as much as they will do in a few weeks. So they're, they're quite happy to spend time with one another. And um, yeah, I saw 12 in one tree and there were a few more in the next tree. It was pretty cool. So if you, if you go um, to the bay or I, I completely forget about DuPont Marsh sometimes, um, we're basically like a wintering ground for a lot of mm -hmm. young, immature bald eagles. So those pockets of water that Martin's talking about, um, they might not be able to dip down in there and grab food, but they can steal food from other, like, a, you know, waterfowl that might be hanging in there, mm -hmm. gulls, gulls and things. Yeah. And they'll even eat some of those birds, too, um, if they're sitting around kind of alone and not really expecting. But if you do go out on one of these really, really chilly mornings when the ice is nice and you can find a good patch of open water, um, if you drive across the causeway, too, you can, I bet you can get 10 to 15 just driving across there. But, yeah, they're very, very easy to spot. Um, and uh, uh, one bird that gets confused with them a lot is one of Martin's favorites is a turkey vulture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so at first you were like, wait a second, I don't, I don't like golden eagles that much. <laughs> it's because turkey vultures aren't here at the moment. I'm yeah. thinking, what do people confuse them with? Yeah. And if you do see a turkey vulture around this time, that's, that's rare. Yeah, Just, report it. Yeah, report <laughs> it. Let Martin know. That's a bird he needs for the month. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's one that can be easily confused. Um, Martin, how would you, I love the way you describe the difference between the two, cause it's very helpful, especially for any new beginning birders. Okay. Anyone listening, um, stand up, <laughs> put your arms out in a T shape. That means you, Molly and Kippy. Okay. <laughs> that is what a bald eagle looks like when they're flying they're, and they're soaring. Their arms are straight out in a T. Now, if you put them up into a V shape, V stands for vulture. Because vultures, when they're soaring, their wings are up in like a V. And you'll see them kind of doing like a balancing act as if they're on a tightrope. Um, so that's an easy way to ID them. Even if you don't know entirely sure of the size or you can't see the, the head features, just the shape of the wings. Has been very helpful for me too. Uh, because sometimes if they are soaring too high and you can't get a color or anything, mm -hmm. you just see it. It does. It's very, very helpful. It's something very easy to, to kind of point out. 
And I love talking about that because I remember when we were on Kelly's Island doing that birding thing. Yeah. And I love these moments with kids when you watch something in their brain, just like the light bulb comes on and the kid just goes, oh, I get it. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Well, when, we like, did, when we did that on Kelly's, it was literally as I was doing the arm things that we had a vulture and then a, a bald eagle flew over at the same time. Yeah. It was just perfect. We couldn't have ridden it better. Yeah. Um, there is one other bird that can get confused, but we don't have that regularly, um, which is the golden eagle, which we currently do have one hanging around in the area. Not in Erie County, but it's mm, on the line. Just on the border in Sandusky County. So this is a phenomenal bird, one, to spot, and two, um, these these other the bald eagles actually are kind of aggressive towards them, trying to kind of disperse them. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what you saw? Yeah, um, my wife and I were watching a golden eagle um, perched um, just yesterday, and a bald eagle flew over to it, and it was an adult bald eagle um, trying to chase off this young golden eagle, and the golden eagle just didn't flinch. It was it was bigger. It was just not scared of this bald eagle. <laughs> and then the bald eagle flew away. I think it had a um, bit of an ego hit. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> little bit of pride. Yeah. Got, got squished there. All right, so Martin, do you want to talk a little bit about the programs you're going to be doing this spring? Sure. So as you kind of suggested, we have a lot of eagle nests in Erie County, and that includes at least three, you maybe can think of more, on Erie Metro Parks land. Um, so what we're going to be doing in April, which is like during that peak um, nesting and incubating season. Actually, they they might have had um, their eggs might have hatched by then. Um, we're going to be monitoring those eagle nests, and we're going to try and monitor all the eagle nests in Erie County as best as we can. Of course, some are on private property, some cannot be seen easily from the roads or whatever. But I'm going to be trying to monitor all the ones that I can access, and we're going to be making a program or a, a couple of programs um, monitoring those at least those nests on the Erie Metro Parks land. So in mid-April and at the end of May April, um, so I think in 16th and 30th, those are tentative dates. They may change. Um, yeah, check out our brochures and our website nearer the time. And yeah, we'll have um, a couple of programs to, to watch the Eagles. Yeah, and that'll be an excellent opportunity for people, um, you know, who are a little bit more curious about the life history of these um these bald eagles and their habitat and, you know, what they're doing around this time. So, and it's really fun too, because um, you might get to see different parts of our parks and the county that you didn't see before. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. All right. So do you guys remember the first time you saw a bald eagle and where was it? I don't remember. I remember the first time I saw one. It was in, um, it was in West Virginia that I remember. I probably saw one before that. Um, on the Potomac River, where West Virginia meets Maryland, kind of right there at the, the basically, the, there's a, it's a Y. Um, and I still remember, because my dad looks up, <laughs> we were with my grandma, who was a birder at the time. Um, I didn't know she was a good birder, but I'll never forget this. Um, I didn't know, I didn't care about birds. So she used to always point out birds to me and say, Mike, look at this. And we'd go to Missouri and she'd be like, oh, there's a rough grouse and a prairie chicken and blah, blah, <laughs> blah. I'm like, grandma, no one cares. <laughs> 30 years later or 25 years later, I realized like I should have cared a little <laughs> more. Uh, probably would have changed my trajectory a little bit. Uh, but 
my dad looks up and says, oh, look at that vulture. And he calls he buzzard. buzzard yeah. yeah, he called it a buzzard. Look at that buzzard. And she instantly corrects him. Um, and, my, and then they got into a little argument about what they thought it was. And then my grandma pulls, um, I don't even know what kind of field guide it was out of a car and is like holding it open, like <laughs> basically trying to put her finger through it because she's slamming her finger on the book and just pointing at it. See, it's right there right there i'll never forget that it's hilarious but so if my dad ever listened to the podcast which he probably won't he'll probably get embarrassed that i told that story but yeah all right so now it is time for the news article all right i want first reactions from this are you ready minnesota police called to break up bald eagle street fight oh stop it it's serious (laughs) Is this like people dressed up as bald eagles or is this? No, this is from November, November 2021. A Minnesota police officer was summoned to break up an unusual street fight of two bald eagles that were stuck together. So two adult male bald eagles had locked talons, which is something you can Uh see them do um, in flight. And it's it. That is an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it's kind of. So they must, they might have even landed, but if you ever get to see this, so you'll see them kind of flying towards each other. But if they do lock in, I've never seen it. I've only seen it on video, but never in person. Um, I still think it's amazing. So they managed to land on the road. Um, What upsets me about this is that this police officer should have just called a wildlife officer immediately and had them deal with it. But so he says we do have de-escalation tactics but we've never had to apply them to an eagle i don't imagine that you can talk them down off the ledge <laughs> so he just fire a gunshot into the <laughs> no what they did was they took um like sheets or something and tried to cover their head mm. um which also stresses me out because if this dude's not wearing some type of glove or something and he gets talented, mm-hmm. he's gonna have some deep regrets um literally <laughs> literally like it's gonna get stuck really bad um so eventually um he managed to get them separated but then they just started going at it again so he just left them and eventually they went on all right guys so that's all we have for this episode so hopefully you guys enjoyed and hopefully you guys come out and you guys hang out with us and um go to martin's program like i said and martin had said check on our website and check our uh, brochures and you can get on there and hang out with Martin and learn all about bald eagles.